Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, sister Ampri. MashaAllah. MashaAllah. Okay. Alright. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Nahmaduhu wa nusalli ala rasulihi al-kareem. Amma ba'd. First and foremost, uh, the Collin County Imams, for the most part, most the Masajid, and uh, some of the Dallas Masajid have decided uh, that uh, the credit, the, the moon sightings that were done in Kenya, Ethiopia, and Somalia were not credible due to the reason that when they sighted the moon, the moon was not even born yet at that time. And uh, something that is not born cannot be seen. Rashid, I miss you too, and I love you as well. Okay. That's the first thing. So Eid, inshallah, will be on Sunday for those who follow us locally. Eid will be on Sunday, inshallah. And uh, wa alaikum as-salam, Hafiz Imad, inshallah. Hafiz Imad, would you like to do a little bit of a recitation before we start? If Hafiz Imad is ready to do some recitation, we'll have him once for some recitation. Comment below, Hafiz Imad, if you're ready. No, this is my bedroom. This is actually my, uh, this is from when I was a little kid, like six years old. So this is my bedroom. Okay. Oh, Hafiz Imad, inshallah, next time. Anyway, so today I want to talk about a few things and then do a longer dua, inshallah, bi-idhnillah. The first thing is, is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about uh, Iqra' bismi rabbika alladhi khalaq. So we're going to talk about that. Before that, we're going to talk about Surah Fil. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives the story of Abraha in Alam Tara Kayfa Fa'ala Rabbuka bi Ashabil Fil. The Makkah was a station where people came for pilgrimage, and at the same time, a lot of times worship and religion is used for business as well. So Makkah became a hub and center for business and commerce. So in Abyssinia, Ethiopia area, there was a king by the name Najashi, is just their um, title. And Abraha was the individual's name. So he built a huge cathedral. And his purpose was to divert people from going to Makkah and instead coming to this cathedral. One person from Makkah got upset. They were in that area. They went in one of the corners of the cathedral or outside the cathedral and they used the call of nature there. And they desecrated it. They left. When Abraha heard about this, he took his army and he went and advanced towards Makkah to destroy Makkah. As he's advancing, he has his elephants. And elephants were the tanks of that time. The Makkans had never seen elephants step foot in that area uh, as, a, uh, as an army, as a, uh, as, a com uh, as a combatant. When they were coming close, Abdul Muttalib, the Prophet wasallam, was just born that year. And Abdul Muttalib, the grandfather of the Prophet wasallam, was the chief of Makkah Mukarramah. So he came out to meet Abraha and the Prophet ﷺ was a very beautiful individual. His entire family was very beautiful. Same as the grandfather of Rasulullah ﷺ, he had striking features. And you know, you sometimes you see somebody and, uh, and not in a sexual way, but you admire the blessing that Allah has given them. And there's a natural inclination to this individual based on the beauty that Allah ﷻ had endowed them with. And Abdul Muttalib was one of those individuals. Abdul Muttalib was a person who had this unique beauty to him. So Abraha, when he saw him, he was spellbounded by him. He called Abdul Muttalib and he said, Abdul Muttalib, come and sit next to me. And he begins talking to him and he's thinking to him in his mind that if this man was to ask me and tell me that to leave Makkah alone now, I will leave. That's how much love and respect he had. But rather, Abdul Muttalib tells him and he says that I'm here because as you were going, 
your army took a hundred camels of mine and they took it unjustly. Can you return it? So the man says, you know, I had so much respect for you when you walk through the doors, but I have no respect for you now. I'm coming to destroy your house of worship and you're worried about your camels and not your house of worship. So Abdul Muttalib responds with the iconic response. He says, I am the owner of the camels and I'm worried about my camels. The owner of the Kaaba will worry about the Kaaba. So anyway, Abraha goes and he takes his army and he's about to advance. And he has an elephant. The elephant's name is Mahmoud. And he, as he's going, the elephant stops. This is by M Mina area. Mina is on the outskirts of Mecca. There's a place called Wadi Muhassab. And this is where this entire scenario and the story takes place. Where Mina and Jamarat, where you pelt the shaitan, in this area it took place. So Abraha begins advancing, but his elephant stops and it doesn't move. No one's elephants moves forward towards Makkah. They, they try to make the elephants go to the right. The elephants move to the right. They go to the left. They go back, but they don't advance forward. And then they realize that there is a divine protection on this Kaaba. But as they're realizing this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends these missiles. He sends these birds. Allah says, Allah says, we send birds. Ababil is not the location of the birds. Some say it's a location. But the Ababil is not a type of it. But Ababil means a large group of birds Allah sends. And each of those birds have three pebbles in their hands. They have one in their mouth and two in their claws. Each claws. And each pebble has a name written of the individual that it's going to destroy. And as these birds, they dropped the, these pebbles. These pebbles went like a homine missile and they attacked the individual. And when they would enter the individual, they would melt and burn the entire person's body and destroy that entire individual and disintegrate the whole person as a whole. And this incident became well known and they started remarking that this is the year of the elephant. And Rasulullah was born in this year in a year of protection, divine protection of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now let's fast forward 40 years later. The Prophet would go to the cave of Hira and the cave of Hira is very close to Mecca Mukarramah by walk it probably takes a little over an hour and a half walk the Prophet of Allah would spend days over there Khadija radiallahu anha once or twice a day would go and bring food to the Prophet I mean as a healthy individual most people struggle climbing that mountain till today but for the Prophet and Khadija radiallahu anha that wasn't a thing that was just, that was just a, a walk in the park and one day the Prophet ﷺ is inside and he would sit in Ghari Hira. And if you're sitting in Ghari Hira, you can see the Kaaba straight from there. You have the vantage point of the Kaaba. So the Prophet of Allah ﷺ is sitting inside the Ghar of Hira, in the cave of Hira. And then he sees an individual descending. Some say on a throne, some say an individual descending. He comes to the Prophet ﷺ and he says, Iqara, read. And subhanAllah, we begin, as the Quran ends, we begin with the story of how the Quran began. That's the beauty of this tafsir. That as we are ending, we're, we're ending with the beginning. Uh, subhanallah. So he comes and he says, Iqra. He says, read. The Prophet of Allah says, Ma ana biqari'in. Now this has two translations to it. Ma ana biqari'in. One translation is the famous one that you all know, which means, I cannot read. However, the second translation, that there's an opinion that the Prophet ﷺ wasn't uh, unlettered. We don't call the Prophet illiterate, we say unlettered. The, the one opinion is, is that the Prophet knew how to read and write, but he didn't know how to read and write well. He wasn't proficient in it, but he knew how to do it. So when he says, This ma doesn't mean no, but it means what. So the Prophet is saying, what should I read? One opinion is, I cannot read. One opinion is, what should I read? So he says, Read. He says, okay, ma ana biqari'in. 
He says, I cannot read. What should I read? He says, Iqra. He says, Ma ana biqarian. He says, Iqra. And he hugs the Prophet Sallallahu And he hugs the Prophet Sallallahu so tight. The Prophet Sallallahu says, I felt as if my, my, all my strength and all my soul was about to exit. And he says, Iqra. Bismi rabbika alladhi khalaq. Khalaq al-insana min alaq. Iqra wa rabbuka al-akram. Alladhi allama bil-qalam. Allama al-insana ma lam ya'lam. These verses are revealed. We are a nation of read. Allah commanded us to read. But subhanAllah, we've become a nation of listen. We've become a nation of viewing. We listen to videos and we see videos when you no longer read. Whereas the first conversation Allah had with this ummah was on literature, on reading and digesting information. So continuing, Allah says, Iqra, read. Read in what? Bismi rabbika alladhi khalaq. Iqra bismi rabbika alladhi khalaq. Read in the name of your Lord. Iqra bismi rabbika alladhi khalaq al-insana min alaq. He made you from a blood clot. You were nothing. You were a disgusting piece of blood. Now you think you're something? Your beginning was disgusting and your end will be disgusting. Your beginning was blood and your end will be, you will be the dinner for ants and you will be the dinner for termites and you'll be the dinner for worms and you'll be the dinner for scorpions and spiders in the ground. Subhanallah, that each person has followers in the dunya, but the reality is we will enter the grave and all of our... Okay. There we go. So he says, so he says, خلق الإنسان من علق اقرأ وربك الأكرم Allah says, read, your Lord is gracious الذي علم بالقلم He's taught you with the pen That is why you should never put the pen on the floor Always respect the pen Allah even swears by it نون والقلم وما يسطرون He takes an oath about the pen from the pen as well And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says كلا إن الإنسان ليطغى that indeed human beings they rebel, they turn against Allah. Do you think that you are not in need of your Allah when you sin and disobey Allah? Do you not think that one day you're gonna beg Allah for stability when you have that haram relationship today? Do you think that one day you're not gonna beg Allah to make things okay when you have the haram job today? You don't think you're gonna beg Allah to make things okay when you have a haram relationship today. You don't think you're going to beg Allah tomorrow that Ya Allah help guide my children. Allah says Kalla innal insana layatagha. Indeed mankind they rebel. Do they think that they are not in need of me? Inna ila rabbika raj'a. Allah says that you have to return to me. Allah says that people are, there. there is an individual, an individual Individuals who who demotivate people from coming towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he reminds us all that we all have to stand before Allah and we all have to answer in front of Allah. Lastly, the last thing I want to talk about because I want to make the dua a little longer today. The story of Tabbat Yada Abi Lahab. Out of all the people, out of all the kuffar that are mentioned in the Quran, there's in the time of the Prophet only one is mentioned. From the Sahaba, only one Sahabi. From the enemies of the Prophet, only one is mentioned by name. And that is Abu Lahab. It is the uncle of the Prophet himself. Sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Abu Lahab's two sons were married to the daughters of Rasulullah sallallahu When the Prophet proclaimed Nabuwa, Abu Lahab told his two sons to divorce. 
my god why is this person coming on and on and on and on you keep on disturbing the uh you keep on disturbing the live that's why i keep on removing it. it's like the fourth account next time this person comes off i'm just gonna turn off the entire comments anyway so abu lahab had two sons and abu lahab goes and tells his two kids divorce the daughters of muhammad immediately so most of us, we have one problem in our life, we struggle. But imagine having both your daughters divorced in the same day. The same day that you're proclaiming Nabuwa. So the Prophet ﷺ stands on the mountain and he says, Ya Sabah, Ya Sabah, if I tell you there's an army behind me, would you believe it? They said, you are honest, we believe you. But when he warns them of the day of judgment, Abu Lahab says, Tabban laka ya Muhammad, Muhammad, may you be destroyed. And Allah reveals, So, you know, we all have those uncles and aunties that are toxic. So the uncle and auntie of the Prophet ﷺ are mentioned in the Quran, the toxic uncle and auntie. Allah talks about the uncle and the aunt. It shows us that we're all going to have toxic uncles and aunts. The Prophet of Allah had a toxic uncle and aunt. But how do you deal with the toxic uncle and aunt? You maintain your distance from them. Because they're, 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 their minds are... are, 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 are wired in a way where they're just trying to cause fitna, right? You always have that fitna uncle and fitna auntie, right? That, oh, did you hear about that kid? Did you hear about what they said? The only solution is bring distance. When this person grows older and they start seeing that no one is coming near them, no one is connecting with them, automatically they will learn their lesson. You don't have to be disrespectful to them, but cause a distance between you and them. Lastly, lastly, uh, Wal-asr, as we are finishing off in the time of Ramadan, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes an oath and He says, I swear by time. But Allah calls asr, calls time by the word asr. And there's many words in Arabic for time. There's waqt, there's zaman, there's ahad, there's mi'ad, there's mawqa. Um, there's many, many words. Sa'ad, there's many words. But Allah uses the word asr. Why? Because asr means to squeeze. It comes from the Arabic word asir, juice. And just the way you have to completely squeeze an orange to extract all of his juice. And even after squeezing an orange completely, you're going to get just a little bit of juice. The same way, no matter how much you utilize your time, you unless you don't completely utilize every second and every moment, you're only going to benefit from a little bit of your time. But what happens when we sit there for hours and hours wasting our time? On the day of judgment, that will be the greatest regret. Allah says, Inna insana lafi khusr. Humans are losers. They're losing out. They're in loss. The stock market for them is it's, it's falling down. Then Allah says, Illa ladina amanu. Besides the ones who believe. Wa'amilu salihat. Not only do they believe, they also do good deeds. Not only do they do good deeds, watawaso bilhaq. They tell and remind other people to do good deeds. And when you tell other people to do good, people are like, oh, you're, what are you, a Mulvi? What are you, Mufti Mink? What are you, MWK? Stop yapping. What is always Quran, Islam? I hate this. Allah says, watawaso bisabr. Have patience. I remember this tafsir from Mufti Sayyid Palanpuri about eight years ago or ten years ago. I heard it. May Allah forgive his souls. Today he's not amongst us anymore. Inshallah, we'll do dua. Let's see some of our friends that are on live. And then inshallah, we'll make some dua for them. We have a Qadi Hussein Anwar. Definitely make some du'a for him. Our Hafiz Adil Jina, Hafiz Ursalan.
Office Omar Kazi. Oh, a lot of you guys are on from the guys that I know. Izmir. Okay. Chale. Allahumma lakal hamdukama. Allahumma lakal hamdukama athnayta ala nafsik. Allahumma lakal hamdukabla and tahmad. Wabada and tahmad. Wakama athnayta ala nafsik. Allahumma inna nasaluka alhuda wa tuqa wal afafa wal ghina. Allahumma inna kafuun karibun tuhebul afwa fafu anna. اللهم إنا نسألك الهدى والتقى والعفاف والغنى اللهم أرنا الحق حقا وارزقنا اتباعا ورنا الباطل باطلا وارزقنا اجتنابا اللهم حبب إلينا الإيمان وزينه في قلوبنا وكره إلينا الكفر والفسوق والعصيان واجعلنا من الراشدين ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين واجعلنا للمتقين إماما ربنا لا تجعل في قلوبنا غلا للذين آمنوا ربنا لا تزق قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا ربنا لا تحمل علينا ما لا طاقة لنا به واعف عنا واغفر لنا وارحمنا أنت مولانا فانصرنا على القوم الكافرين اللهم اهدنا في من هديت وعافنا في من عافيت وتولنا في من توليت وبارك لنا فيما أعطيت وقنا شر ما قضيت فإنك تقضي ولا يقضى عليك ولا يعز من عاديت ولا يذل من واليت تباركت ربنا وتباركت ربنا وتعاليت ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار ودخلنا الجنة مع الأبرار يا عزيز يا غفار يا رب العالمين اللهم إنا نجعلك في نحورهم ونعوذ بك من شرورهم اللهم لك الحمد لكل النعمة أعطيتنا قبل أن سألناك بها يا رب العالمين اللهم اغفر لذنوبنا ولذنوب أزواجنا وأولادنا وأمهاتنا وآبائنا وأجدادنا ومشائخنا وأساتذتنا وتلاميذنا ولمن له حق علينا يا رب العالمين اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك وحبيبك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم يا الله forgive our major and minor sins يا الله as Ramadan is finishing and we are on the last day of Ramadan Ya Allah forgive our sins Ya Allah have rahman and karam upon us Ya Allah shower us with your mercy Ya Allah grow us Ya Allah in faith and iman Ya Allah grow us in proximity to you Ya Allah strengthen our faith Ya Allah this Ramadan is slipping away but don't let our connection to you slip away Ya Allah as this Ramadan goes away don't break our relationship with you Ya Allah as shaitan will emerge Ya Allah let us be able to identify him as an enemy let him be able to let us be able to identify his friends as an enemy Ya Allah remove the love of all satanic actions from our heart Ya Allah connect our heart to you. Ya Allah, make us amongst your awliya. Ya Allah, give us enjoyment in Quran. Give us enjoyment in ibadah in salah. Bless us with khushu' and khudur, concentration in prayer. Ya Allah, bless us with praying five times a day. Ya Allah, bless us with being habitual in our prayer. Ya Allah, don't let us miss our prayer. Ya Allah, make us amongst the sa'imin. Ya Allah, when we get to the day of judgment, let the eight doors of Jannah call upon us. Ya Allah, bless us with your mercy and rahmah. Ya Allah, bring love amongst us in our families. Ya Allah, remove the difficulties and problems in our families. Ya Allah, soften the hearts of our children and our parents and our family members. Ya Allah, give hidayah to everyone in our homes. Ya Allah, make our homes a place of peace. Ya Allah, give us shifa. Ya Allah, protect us from all sicknesses. Ya Allah, alleviate the ummah from the current sickness that they're in. Ya Allah, we all have our struggles. Ya Allah, we all have our needs. You know what our heart beats. Ya Rabbul Alameen. Accept it before we even utter it. Ya Rabbul Alameen. Ya Allah, for you are the giver that loses nothing when you give. 
And Ya Allah, we are the takers that we lose all when we when we no longer receive. Ya Allah, we are constantly in debt and in need of your bounties. Ya Allah, we are constantly in need of your love and your affection. We are constantly in need of your mercy and your rahmah, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Ya Allah, let our love for you be genuine. Let our love for you be honest. Ya Allah, let us follow in the footsteps of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ya Allah, bless us with hajj this year. Ya Allah, bless us with hajj this year. Ya Allah, bless us with ibadat this year. Ya Allah, allow us to visit your homes again. Allow us to visit the majjahs again. Ya Allah, when the majjahs open, protect them from all sicknesses and calamity. Ya Allah, have rahman and karam upon us. Ya Allah, grow our children in hidayah. Ya Allah, Hafiz Arsalan, Hafiz Adaljina, Hafiz Umar Kazi, Suf Safwan, Azmir, all of our kids in our community, Ya Rabbil Alameen, fill their lives with noor and happiness. Ya Allah, give them the best in the dunya and the akhirah. Ya Allah, bless them with dreams of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ya Allah, all of our friends that are watching and listening, that we're hoping to watch and listen, that listen afterwards, Ya Rabbil Alameen, or that at any time have been connected to us, forgive their sins and accept their duas. Ya Allah, let them not get up from their seats without all of their sins being forgiven. Ya Allah, you promised to forgive us we are seeking your forgiveness. Ya Allah, give us strength in Him. Ya Allah, give us a good good intelligence, Ya Allah. Strengthen our intelligence, strengthen our memory. Ya Allah, give us knowledge that is that is useful to us. Give us knowledge that we act upon. Ya Rabbil Alameen, guide our hearts towards the truth. Ya Allah, give us good company. Ya Allah, Allah, give us good company. Ya Allah, give us good teachers. Ya Allah, give us good students. Ya Rabbil Alameen, give us teachers and students whose hearts are connected to Allah. Ya Allah, remove us from any path that will lead to our misguidance. Ya Allah, protect us from Protect us from the fitna of the dunya. Protect us from the fitna of the eyes and the ears and the fitna of the hands and the fitna of the phones. Ya Allah, protect us from the fitna of the jal. Ya Allah, make our graves a graves that are expanded, filled with nur. Ya Allah, on the day of judgment, don't look at our deeds and just admit us into paradise. Ya Allah, just don't just make us cross the bridge in a, in a, in an instant in, with it like a lightning. Uh, 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 make us go as, as the speed of light. Ya Rabbil Alameen. Ya Allah. Shade us in your mercy. Grant a Jannah to for those. Ya Allah, never make us despair of your rahmah and your mercy. Ya Allah, whenever we start going far away from you, yank us back towards you. Connect us back towards you. Ya Allah, as our last days approach, Ya Allah, make our last days better than our first days. Ya Allah, and as we pass away, let the kalima la ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah be on our tongues. Ya Allah, bless us with another Ramadan. Ya Allah, let that Ramadan be inside the masjids. Let us bless us with another Artikaf. Bless us with another Salah. Bless us with another Tawaf in Umrah in, in Makkah and Medina in Ramadan. Ya Allah, bless us with another Ziyara of your Habib sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati ya maisifun. Wassalamun ala al-mursaleen. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Jazakallah khair for everyone listening. And Qari Hussein Anwar, may Allah bless you. Forgive your sins. Uh, give dad a long and healthy life. Uh, give dad shifa. And uh, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make all the khidmat you do for dad materialize inside your life. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala always keep you on the right path. May Allah make you successful in the dunya and akhira. Bless you with the wife that is beyond your dreams. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give you khair and afiyah. Inshallah. I'm going to read the comments now because I never get a chance to read the comments. From next week, inshallah, we're going to have Monday nights with Mufti. I'm also going to be starting an Arabic class, inshallah. Four months, 40% of the Quran. I'll be posting the details, inshallah. So do sign on. Let's see what we have people saying here. This uh, this room was colored green. Now it's my nephew's room. I'll show you guys my musalla. Inshallah, after Eid, I'll show you my musalla. You'll like the musalla. My dad made the garage into a musalla. With love, Dania, may Allah accept all of your du'as and bless you. Eid this Sunday, inshallah.
Okay, inshallah. Chale. Keep us in your du'as and take care, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Ameen.